We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Show. I am Jack Burkhart. You can find me on Twitter at Jack Burkhart. We are giving our fearless leader, Adam, a little bit of a break today, so I'll be hosting things. And I have the great pleasure of welcoming Ryan Belongi, as usual, back to the podcast. Ryan, I hear your pockets are a little bit heavier after yesterday. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jack. Um, nice to get a win yesterday. I was telling you just before the pod that it's been on a tough run for a little bit, but that's just DFS, you know, it goes like that. Keep grinding and, you know, maybe you'll hit a 20K score like I did yesterday. So, yeah, that, that was fun um, and a relief to, to get it so early in the World Cup. Yeah, similar boat here. I've been in a rough spot. I don't play at nearly a high volume as you, but, you know, just have a nice win early after losing a bit. It, uh, it feels good. I don't know. You feel like an idiot and then you win and you're like, I'm the best DFS player. <laughs> so that's how it goes. Mm. And maybe you yeah. are a bit of a genius. I wanted to walk through your um, 20K winning lineup, and I pulled all 20 of your lineups, and I noticed that you basically locked like half of your players in and kept a very tight strategy. So maybe you want to mm -hmm. spend a little time talking about how you approach this slate because it kind of set up sure. as a lot of like studs and duds, but we had these two yeah. easier guys pop up, and that was pretty interesting. So how did you form your general strategy and kind of what thoughts went into this lineup? It was number 20, sure. so very, very important that you – Yeah, yeah, I can't – yeah, there's – this is a good lineup to talk about. Um, so I decided, you know, we had these the three studs on this slate or the, not three exactly, but, you know, three of the French players and Ericsson, and it was tough to afford them. You, you needed to find some value in places. Um, I decided that there was enough value that it made rostering three of those guys, the best construction. So I was going to do that in all 20 of my lineups. Um, and then, as sort of another rule, I decided that I was going to play Mbappe in all those lineups. Just sort of go with uh, Mbappe is going to be on the winner, and I'll, and I'll try to go from there. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not max entering, so it's it's. I use a strategy, you know, more condensed like that because I want to maximize chances. Um, when when you know my core hits, it's it's tough to compete with the guys putting in 150. And especially on a slate like this, where I thought it was a pretty clear path. So let's just say for this, for this lineup in general, um, this was actually my only lineup with Damon and both Tunisia wingbacks. So we had Ben Slimani, Abdi, Drager. They were all 3K. <laughs> Abdi yeah. was 3.1 and Damon was 3.8. So in these lineups, one of my favorite things to do these types of lineups with studs and scrubs or whatever you want to call it. I want to see how thin, how thin you can stretch it without like going overboard. So what I mean is like all the minimum price plays and see what it can get you as a last play. So in this case, yeah. Domin was the cheapest keeper because you can't play the Australia keeper in a France stack. Nope. Um, ben Slimani is min price and Drager and Abdi are basically min price. So you could have got yourself $600 more if you played Dylan Braun, the center back. I was considering that. And I just wanted to see like what that lineup, what you could get up to. You could get up to someone like Rabio. And so yeah. really this tournament was, it, it wasn't so much about the players. Like I didn't necessarily want to roster 
Rabio, but um, the construction is what won this tournament. Like Rabio is not going to be rostered with three studs. He's just not because look what you have to do to get there. You have to let, you have to go as thin as possible. So actually this lineup's this, but, I, but, but without, you know, so I like to do that if you're not making too many sacrifices. And in this spot, you're not because Ben Slimani is like a pretty good play. Uh, one of the wingbacks is a pretty good play. I thought two might be stretching it. Um, I mean, but I just wanted awesome something part. different because yeah, they, yeah, they were awesome, but here's the other thing. They didn't need to be. Um, that's why I like the construction like this. It's because it allows you to win without being perfect. Um, for example, two of my other lineups had Lucas Hernandez and then only one of those wingbacks. Um, I think they finished 14th and 15th. Um, pull it up here. Here's your 15th place lineup right here. Yeah, Lucas Hernandez. Lucas Hernandez. And then, and then you see the one in 16th? All right, I'll scroll on down. Yeah, just – okay. So <clears throat> before that last Giroux goal, I clicked on DraftKings – and I was in first, second, and third, winning like thirty-five thousand. And both those lineups, and both those lineups had Lucas Hernandez in it. So I, I, I mean, this and you, you look at what the other defenders on this slate scored, Jack. Like all of them scored over ten points. I mean, they all got clean sheets. The first four teams got clean sheets. Yeah. So the fact that you can have Lucas Hernandez. And be in second and third. You know, I would have been in first if my other lineup was in first. Those lineups would have been in first, you know, if they yeah. weren't playing against my other lineup. So what I'm saying is it's because of the combination. Literally, I yeah. might have been the only player in the field with that combination because you just can't do it. Um, yeah. Another thing about that lineup. So, um, so my oh, core. Out of 15 or? No, no, no. It does, it just, yeah. just in general. So <clears throat> I was sort of kicking myself after the first game. I was really upset, actually, because you said that was lineup number 20. That's my only lineup with that combination, if, if you notice, with, with those three, um, Damon, Dreger, and Abdi. All, of the, other ones had, all of the other ones had Lucas Hernandez, because I just thought Lucas Hernandez was a pretty good play for 3,700, and I didn't want to stretch it too far. I thought one of those wingbacks would do the job, but I just didn't know which one. So anyways, yeah. after the first game um, – after the first game, that's my only lineup. And, like, that's a really good lineup. You know, it has Damon, Drager, Abdi, Ben Salami, and Erickson. Yeah. Ben Slimani and Erickson. But here's the thing. My core was Mbappe and Dembele. So I'm looking at this lineup, and it actually had Mbappe, Dembele, and instead of Rabiot, I, could, I had stretched it all the way to Henry Martin. And I'm positive that it was the only lineup in the tournament that had that combination of Mbappe – Dembele, Erickson, and Henry Martin. But, you know, so I'm looking at it, and I, I got to decide. Like, that's clearly my best chance, but it's my only lineup with those players. And I just decided that I'm on the France stack. I think France is sort of going to smash here. That's why I did that. I didn't want to waste my best chance on Henry Martin in a game that I just wasn't too sure about. Didn't really like much for goals. Yeah. Um, so, like, I considered playing just leaving salary and playing Rabio with Dembele. Um, but honestly, but I had so much Dembele exposure already. And I had Dembele on those teams that were, like, a little bit worse. But I knew that they could still probably get there. So yeah. I thought, okay, I'll give this team Giroux. Because I didn't have one like that yet. Just to kind of cover some more bases. Um, but man, it's a, it, honestly, I, I was thinking about that switch so many times because I stared <laughs> at it for a, I stared at it for a while, man. And after I made it, you know, before lineups locked, I'm thinking, man, you know, I made that Henry Martin lineup, you know, pre-lock for a reason. Am I really going to go away from it? Like, you know, I, yeah, yeah, I, you know, you kick yourself if, if you went away from that and it, and it ended up winning, but. Yeah, fortunate. Um, but it even illustrated to me just how much construction matters. And it just, it's just because it makes it so you don't have to be perfect. And I mean, there was a ton of people in this tournament. I, I forget the exact number, but... I can take a look. I think it was about, yeah, 6,000-person tournament. 6,000-person. And for if that last France goal didn't happen, for, for two lineups with Lucas Hernandez to be second and third, I mean, it shows a lot. You, you know, it shows that... 
I had chalky players in Mbappe, Erickson. Um, yeah. But that's okay if your combination is not chalky. Yeah. So, like, we can even try to – when we get into this slate, it's somewhat similar. And we, mm -hmm. you can see, like, you can we can try to make a similar construction and see how thin you can stretch it. But Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I mean, just to add to that, I noticed in your lineup set, you know, you played a lot of the best plays, a lot of these chalky players just – And I think it made a ton of sense in this context because you, you have a Rabio and that's basically your win condition. If Rabio pops off, you know, you have a really good chance and Rabio is what allowed you not to have to be perfect. So you don't have to go completely off the wall. Like I considered Rabio in a couple spots just because I thought, well, no one's going to pay him. He's in no man's land. And, you know, sometimes it just works out for you. Yeah. That was a weird spot because there was like nothing there. There was like nothing in that range. Right. I kept looking at it with all these lineups, like, You could maybe play something with Pavard at, at flex or like there's, there was just like nothing in that range. Really. I got up to Henry Martin at 6,600 or 6,500 or wherever he was, but then I just thought Rabio made sense. And I just kept thinking of a champions league slate a couple weeks back where he scored that brace. And I remember him scoring some, some goals for France before uh, in the last tournament. So worked out. Oh, you're on mute amateur hour over here yeah i mean in a plus matchup a player like rabio always makes sense you know these even if he's a little bit more defensive he should have a couple shots and he certainly was clinical anyways well i mean that was awesome ryan thanks for spreading some wisdom and we will try to see um how maybe that can apply to this slate because i do think at first look this slate does feel a bit like tuesday's slate we have a few favorites and a lot of the guys that we want to play are quite expensive oh sorry can i just i'll just say one more thing yeah. just um You know, if I didn't play such such a condensed style with such heavy ownership percentages, I would have never got to that combination for a 20th lineup. If I don't have 100% Mbappe, if I'm not, you know, jamming these Tunisia wingbacks and Lucas Hernandez and Erickson and Slimane, like, I just don't have enough combinations to get to something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's part of it, too, like taking the risk with, with ownership, taking stands, um, taking stands on fades. You just, you gotta be willing to, to just gamble in some spots. Yeah. I mean, I just trust that when you win, you'll win big, make up for it. Right. Uh, business right. There. Yeah. I mean, you, if you were saying, I need more grease money, you wouldn't have gotten there. So it's right. Makes a lot of sense. Anyways, back to the, back to tomorrow's slate our Thanksgiving slate. So we have kind of three clear favorites right here. So we have Portugal, who's kind of favored against Ghana. Brazil is similarly favored against um, Serbia. That game has a little bit of a higher goal total. There's a bit more respect for those Serbia attacking threats, I think. And then you have Uruguay, slightly less favored, but still favored against South Korea. And uh, kind of just looking at the prices, I mean, you have like an $11,500 Neymar, and the Brazil guys have been really – price up and so my first impression was maybe in cash games where we can start are we going to maybe just start in by jamming neymar and rafinha or are we maybe going to try to take a little bit more of a balanced approach i think there might be some value at midfield that might allow us to go with a studs and duds combination though um yeah i think you're right there is value at midfield um second forward seems like a tough decision i i think you want to play neymar i you know i don't 11 five 11.5 is a big price tag, but right. He's just, he's got the highest floor on the slate. He's going to be popular. So yeah, I think you've got to play. I think you've got to play Neymar. Do you think, um, do you think people will play Ronaldo? 10,400. Oh, I mean like people, I think uh, in the Tuesday slaves, Lewandowski was like 15% in the main double up. So you have to figure that people are going to do that with Cristiano Ronaldo. And I, I say go ahead, but uh, obviously not in consideration. In cash. Yeah, I, yeah, I I think they will too. Um, I agree with you. I I'm not really considering it here, but I think people will see a matchup with Ghana and think that's pretty good for Ronaldo. I was kind of surprised to see him with plus 120 goal odds. I did think he would be favor a favorite to score in this matchup. Yeah, anyways, that move up a little bit, but yeah, even if it's like around there, it's a gross price tag to play to pay. And even if he gets one goal, I mean, probably not necessary 
Um, I guess if you kind of want to pay up twice, play Neymar, I feel like Rafinha can probably match him. You know, he splits. Yeah. Rafinha takes a few of the set pieces. So Neymar takes most, at least per my understanding. And, then, you know, Rafinha will take a few and um, still have his opportunities as well. Ronaldo's only going to get there on a goal. I just feel taking mm -hmm. smoother distribution. Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so I guess I think we kind of have to figure out midfield before you decide on second forward. Um, I actually, I think midfield is sort of the toughest, yes. the toughest part of this slate. So you mentioned that, let's just go there first, because you mentioned there's a bunch of value. Like, who do you want to play most at midfield? Yeah, so it looks like there's a couple options at midfield that are quite cheap. So if you did want to jam into expensive forwards. So the mm -hmm. first thing that I unearthed, so we have him starting right here. So it's a Facundo Palestri. So he's at 3,500. And this is not a player with much of a floor, but at 3,500. I mean, he plays forward for a favored side. And you figure if he gets a couple shots, you know, he has upside as well to completely go bonkers for you and – I don't know. I don't think people will be up to it. I looked, he's a Manchester United player. He never really plays for them, but he's been starting the last few matches for Uruguay. And then we also have um, Kudus in there for, I believe. Uh, yeah. We have Kudus in there at 3,300 yeah, Ghana, right? Or Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was just going to say he, some, he just within the last few minutes or something disappeared from the expected lineup. Oh yeah. That was on my note right. sheet when I put it. Was, wasn't he, in, he, he was just in there, right? Yeah, I think Adam's pulling a prank on us from his uh, spa day right there, right in his. Well, yeah, up. you know, it's he's he's. I saw him in there, but he's definitely not guaranteed to start. But I hear you. Yeah, thirty three hundred kudos could he be considered. You know, yeah, yeah, he'd probably take a few corners. Um, sorry, keep going. Yeah, I think those are the two guys I'm looking at. If you want to pay up twice at forward, those are the two players that allow you to get away with such a strategy okay. but what do you think is there anyone else that yeah right so so i would i was i wanted to that's the strategy i went with initially mm -hmm. um but then i see fetty valverde for 6200 and it makes me pause a little you know because we have bruno on this slate too we kind of skipped over bruno what do you I mean, yeah, what do you think we, of bruno at 9k i mean at 9K, Bruno doesn't even have all of the set pieces for Portugal. I would rather just play Nuno Mendes and take his piece at 6K. You know, maybe you want yeah. to pay up for one defender on this slate. There's not really any clear value at the, you know, no really okay. underpriced center backs or anything like this. That's my impression. I have the same thing as you, though. I try, I put in Palestri and I put in Kudus just to see what I could get. And I think I played Vinny. I forget. I constructed a different lineup. But, yeah. Well, yeah if, if you... sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, if Palestri plays, then it's likely that um, the way the lineup works out, Valverde will have the most of the set pieces. So when you play Palestri, you want to play Valverde, but you're not. So it's kind of like a chasing your tail yeah. situation. Um, so if I if I did play Palestri, I would still want to play Valverde, basically. Um, I don't know if this is going to be like a hot take, but... The Alberti is the lock to me, I want to say. Um, 6,200 with the, with the majority of sets on a favorite. Um, I mean, if you're not going to play Bruno, um, you know, I don't want to go – I don't want to um, – I don't want to go too heavy on Valverde here, but I think he's one of the best players in the world. Um, mm -hmm. I think he's going to be – everywhere for Uruguay. I think he's got a floor even without set pieces. I think he's got goal assist upside. I think he's going to play 90 minutes. Um, he's going to take the majority of sets where they're favorite. I don't know. Like I have, I have a softer spot than most for Valverde. I'm a big fan of his and I just can't see myself fading him. Yeah. I mean, he's a terrific player. I mean, do you agree? Like Bruno, I think at 9,000, if we just kind of want to rule that out for cash games, that just feels too expensive to me. If he's not taking, he's priced as a set piece monopolist and he doesn't even have penalties, right? Cause Ronaldo is. So it, or, do you think we're safe just crossing that out and kind of moving? <laughs> um, I'm not quite as confident as you. Um, are we sure Nuno Mendes is going to start? Um, I know I think he didn't train on Tuesday. Oh, he's um, right here. I see. And look, I know, I know Bruno doesn't have a monopoly and he hasn't really for a while, but he still takes most. 
I don't know. The the thing I was worried about, you know, and, and it's a good matchup. I mean, he should have a good floor in the spot. Um, yeah. Well, I, but I, but then, you know, you wouldn't necessarily be able to pay up at second forward. So, I mean, I'm trying to, de- trying to decide if, if it's more important to pay up at second forward or more important to pay up at Bruno, like look at, so, so we can go back to forward now, I guess, mm-hmm. you, you know, we said we're not going to play Ronaldo. So Rafinha's in play. Well, Rafinha's a thousand more than Bruno. He doesn't, he has a minority of sets half at the most. He's probably going to get subbed. They're smaller favorites than Portugal, I believe. Um, So, like, it seems hard to do that as well. It seems hard to to play Neymar over Bruno as well. I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess when you put it that way, it does make you know. There's value at midfield, but it's it's also like how good is the value? But but then you know, if you didn't spend up twice at forward, what would you do? Yeah, well, if I don't spend up twice at forward, the name that sticks out like a sore thumb, I would just, I mean, there's some GPP options that we should talk about later, but I am concerned just scrolling all the way down and playing someone like Jordan Ayu or even Andre Ayu if you need it. I mean, Jordan Ayu, yeah. I think he's on, we have listed on penalties. Ghana, I noticed, don't take a lot of corners. So Jordan, so Ayu uh, might get a corner or two, but I mean, at that price, you're not paying for much of a floor anyways. So, you know, it gets four points and that allows you to get up to Bruno, I guess. Yeah, I was looking at IU. I think he'd be in consideration if you need it. Um, well, let's skip ahead once more, or just or just because you see Uruguay's right back, Martin Caceres. Is he a right back though? I well, he's lined up at center back previously. Well, I mean, yeah. regardless of what he is, he's twenty six hundred. Yes. Um, so, like, I don't know if he's going to be right back. I mean. Look at his game log against France. I know this is from like years ago, but it's just like, I mean, he can for 2,600 as a favorite. I mean, that you're just obviously playing him Um, because defender is weird on this slate. Like I know we're jumping around, but we're spending a lot of money at these other positions. Like what defender are you, are you going to pay up for? Um, Nuno Mendes, right. But that's kind of it. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, looking at some of these other names, that defender, Jao Cancelo feels overpriced. He's priced like he's on Manchester City, which that feels wrong. And, I mean, I'd rather play Mendes than Tells, but I guess if Mendes is not even a lock in that case, then you do want to look for options all the way down. Um, I did notice Caceres, so you're right, though. Like, I mean, Uruguay are favored, and at that price, you know, who cares? There's not really any opportunity cost then, especially if someone like Mendes doesn't start, then, you know, who cares? Just scroll down. I mean, other options, you have Ruben Diaz at 3,800, but I mean, there's not any screaming value in these spots. I mean, maybe a defender, you have like Tyreek Lamptey if you want, but I don't know if that's even a reasonable option, but at 3,300. Yeah, I think it is. I think it actually is a reasonable option. Like, I think you can make some, probably can make some decent lineups with Caceres 2,600 and Lamptey 3,300. I mean, that's spending almost nothing on defender. Um, I don't know, you know, you mentioned if there isn't any opportunity cost, you're just not going to play any of these guys in cash games with, with how much Neymar costs and whoever else you're going to play. Yeah. You're never going to play Cancelo. Maybe, maybe Nuno Mendes. Um, maybe Nuno Mendes. But he's not like a must, you know? No, he's not, I guess. Maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, again, like I mentioned with Adam, we just pulled up the slate, you know, it just came out just kind of looking at it like first sort of first thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I, in general, I don't like, I feel like I'm spouting off something that you've kind of talked about. Like when there's good defenders to be played, that's you want to play them because their ability just to separate from the field is pretty valuable. And I feel like the Nuno Mendes at around 6,000, I feel like that is, still achievable in this slate without making too many sacrifices. If you do this Caceres Lampsy, you might only be getting, you know, four or five points combined in both of your spots. Mm-hmm. And that's very, that's very difficult, especially when you do have other punt options at midfield, maybe. So 
I, it's definitely a, a, a route and it's worth considering. I still have to tinker with every single combination. As we're talking, I'm kind of clicking through all these buttons and seeing, you know, who can I get up to? And then there's still a lot more enticing names to talk about. But um, I, if Nuno Mendes is healthy, I, I do want to, at least upon first impression, I think it's someone he can just separate himself from the rest of the plays. And for that reason alone, I would want to play him in cash games. Yeah, yeah, no, it, may, it makes sense. Um, that's what I like to do usually as well, um, just to play devil's advocate. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. Um, well, then you wouldn't, you know, you play Nuno Mendes and you don't have Bruno, and Bruno – is a way to separate yourself from the field over whoever you have that, you know, so you got, you got to make sure yeah. that <laughs> yeah. you got to make sure that the punts are good enough, basically. And if, if they are good enough, then yeah, I'll, I'll spend up at defender. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it sounds like you don't really particularly think the punts are good enough. I don't. I personally don't think Kudus is a good enough punt in this spot. I mean, he maybe gets one corner. That's you know, that's not something that really moves the needle for me. Palestri maybe, just because he will be in a more advanced role. So I think Palestri. Like I, I I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I, I would be okay with that. Um... And I don't. I wouldn't mind Kudus as a last piece, and just because he's so cheap, like yeah, you just need a few points. But I agree, he's he's not one that you you, you wouldn't love it. You know, he's probably going to get subbed early, and he can score you just one or two points as well. Yeah, and I mean, this is a cash game discussion, so Kudus. That's just a name. I I have a habit just crossing these guys off. You know, even if they're good value, if Palestri is right there, I'd just rather play him in tournaments. I think range of outcomes makes a lot more sense for his case there. Well, that was a bit of a whirlwind. So <laughs> there's definitely a lot of, there's a lot going on right here. So there's high price forwards we want to play. And then there's a few high price midfielders that we want to play. And it looks like your decision is going to have to be, where are you going to sacrifice? Are you going to sacrifice a midfielder or are you going to sacrifice a little bit at forward? So I mentioned Jordan Ayu. Do you have, are you looking at someone else perhaps in your second forward spot, Ryan? Um, yeah, I was considering, sorry, I like hear an echo. I hear myself echo. Let me, uh, put myself on. No, I think it's okay now. Um, I was thinking about Bernardo Silva. Um, if Mendez didn't, didn't start, I would kind of like Bernardo Silva. He was splitting. Sorry, go ahead. No, oh, yeah, I'm building along basically per our discussion. Bernardo yeah, he, this well. is, so he it's a different player for Portugal than he is for Man City too. He normally has a higher floor. Um, in the Euros, he was taking a few of their left-footed sets. 
And it's another one of those things where, you know, if you, if you just look at Portugal and Brazil, the two biggest favorites, he is by far the cheapest forward that's expected to start like by far. Um, that's just it's something I like to look at. You know, you have the two teams that are expected to dominate most and the forward that's cheapest actually has an okay floor. Like he's relatively likely to play 90 minutes or at least he's a guy that has the potential to, mm-hmm. uh, he may take, he, you know, if he didn't play Nuno Mendes, if, if, if Nuno Mendes wasn't starting, I actually think I would go there. I just, I just don't know if 10 K Rafinha is a good cash play. Like he's a fine cash play, but it's not like amazing. Yeah. Is, th- is that sort of like the optimal routes that you want to be taking? Right. Like, you have to be sacrificing a bit more. It's tough. Like I, I'm not so sure Rafinha is $2,700 better than Bernardo Silva. I don't yeah. know. Well, what do we have here? I mean, Rafinha is at plus 190 to score. Bernardo at plus 330. He is more likely to take set pieces, I think, than Bernardo. Yeah, I think you're well. right. Definitely. Definitely. But you're right. I mean, it's going to depend. I mean, I haven't looked. You know, I spent like five minutes building some cash game lineups. I haven't really carefully looked at all the trade-offs I can necessarily make. And maybe there's some, you know, combinations that I might be missing. Oh, I wanted to bring up sorry, quickly. Um, have we heard, Do we know anything about Sun? Um, I see Sun can play. Is Sun going to play? Um, I mean, I think if he can, he has to, right? So he's wearing a mask after that horrific uh, injury that he had earlier. That was mm-hmm. to watch. So, yeah, I, I think he's going to play. And if he does, I mean, he's going to do everything. The attack completely goes through him for South Korea. But do you think that's a matchup? Do you think – so maybe this is a good – point here i don't think we're gonna have enough money for sun in cash or anything like this but maybe for tournaments do you think like korea has like a nice shot here like one thing you could do with your forward spot that would be very different is you could play sun and then perhaps like he chan huang and hope that he gets a goal would that maybe be a route that you think is worth the squeeze um yeah i mean if only because i'd rather take a shot on korea than ghana and serbia maybe um but I don't know. For me, I guess normally with a player like Sun, I think he would still carry a little bit of ownership. I don't know. Again, I, I'm I'm sort of bad at guessing this stuff, but um, I'm I'm probably just not going to do it. I think it's fine for tournaments, but just you know, it's a tough one for me because um, I took a long shot bet pre-tournament Uruguay oh. <laughs> Uruguay to reach the final. Uruguay to win it all. Um, I told you, I think Valverde's one of the top 10 players in the world. So like, it's just a spot where I probably won't have Korea, but I think what you're saying makes sense. Yeah. It's sort of similar to the, uh, it's similar to the cash construction. You're just getting on players who are hopefully uh, less utilized, but you're right. Like people just, people just click names. Like I go back to this Lewandowski, Lewandowski at like 25% in tournaments in that spot. I was like, come on. Like I think Sun yeah, yeah. has a bit more of a floor. So, you know, if he gets one goal, he could still get over 20 points. So at that point it doesn't. Yeah. Matter. You know what? I, 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 I'm thinking about it just more as we go. And I wouldn't be, I would maybe play Sun. Um, just be, as I'm thinking about it more, I'm thinking that, these these Brazilians are so expensive, and I don't know. I, I'm just not confident that they're going to smash Serbia, and they're not all going to get there. Those are tough price tags to pay off. Um, so the construction's kind of weird on this slate. Sun might fall into a range where he's playable. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not ruling it out in tournaments. In tournaments, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean – But, you know – sorry, go ahead. Well, well – just to kind of push you a little bit. So, well, I guess, you know, Serbia is a better opponent than Australia. Is that kind of the thing changing it for you? Because the pricing is awfully similar to France, right? So maybe just kind of yeah. and look for some value yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. But I guess there's not the difference between Tuesday. There's really not like any screaming low value right there. Maybe. And, it, and you're right. It's it, the spot has something to do with it. If this would have been Brazil, Australia, and let's say if this would have been France, Serbia, I don't think I would have taken the strategy that I took. Part of it was 
I liked the matchup against Australia. If Brazil was playing Australia, I would like it more than Serbia. So yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Brazil has a two total. You know, yeah. I mean that's not crazy. Um, yeah. Well, Portugal also has a two total, so there's mm-hmm. a completely there's a completely analogous matchup that is better priced. Yeah, that's a good point too. So I guess that does give us a few more directions to go right there. So maybe I want to get you talking about Uruguay more. So you have a Darwin Nunez at 8,100. We're projecting him to start. And then an old captain, a Luis Suarez. Maybe he's not captain, but he's at 7,500. Um, for me, I would probably just play Darwin. I mean, Suarez. I guess Suarez is going to play as long as his legs function. He's just that type of <laughs> player. But are you going to be looking to um, be playing a lot of these Uruguay forwards in tournaments? Um, I'm looking to play Darwin, definitely. Yep, I think that's a great call. Um, it sort of goes with what I was just talking about, where I'm going to sort of hope that this slate is not like the France slate and that not all of these super expensive guys pay off their tags. And you have someone like Nunez who's who has a floor, actually, because he just shoots so much and does other things. Um, and he has two goal upside, probably only needs one goal. So, yeah, I like – yeah, I do like that for tournaments quite a bit. Yeah, Darwin seems like a good route. I don't know. Through talking to these sort of balanced, you know, more balanced instead of studs and duds, these kind of – there's a lot of tournament upside here. It mm-hmm. seems like – I don't know. When I was making my forward list, like I have just a ton of forwards I want to play. So it almost like, seems like – I want to shake that right and and think about you know if you try to play these expensive forwards um which people are going to do you're going to have to like punt other places and especially punt defenders so if you don't play the expensive guys in some lineups you can hopefully gain on the field at defender and at some of the other positions yeah that makes a lot of that makes a good deal of sense there I'm scrolling through some other forwards, see if we're missing anyone here. But we talked about the IU brothers, He Chan, all of the favorite forwards. Uh, a pair that I've noticed we haven't talked about, we haven't talked about Serbia at all in this. Mm-hmm. And there are some players that you can play. I don't, at first glance, like, I don't really feel particularly tempted because there are three favorites that are all favorably priced that I want to play. So why go to Serbia when, you know, you can play guys on Uruguay? But maybe yeah, maybe yeah. that'll change the utilization. But are you going to be interested? So Dusan Tadic is forward eligible. He does take most of the corners, I think, if not all of them, actually. And then um, you have Mitrovic and Vlahovic. Uh, Mitrovic is kind of overpriced to me. So Vlahovic would be the more interesting one to me at 7,100 versus Mitrovic's 8,600. Any interest in Serbia? Um, a little bit. Um, I agree. Mitrovic is probably too expensive. But, you know, normally... Yeah, it's tough to consider these underdogs, but I mean, look what's happened in this World Cup so far. Look what happened with Japan. Look what happened with Saudi Arabia. I mean, other spots too. Um, I think there'll be one or two chances for, for players like this. And it's it's more a thing where I don't necessarily want to play these guys. Um, but if like if the best construction leaves me in that range, I, I'll take some chances probably. Um, like... Sort of sometimes on a slate like this, I'll, I want to just I'll just let the construction decide, sort of who I roster. Um, if I, you know, don't have strong convictions, like for instance on the last slate when I'm just no, I'm jamming Mbappe and I'm gonna play Erickson too or whoever else Dembele for sure. Like last slate, you know, we had Dembele 8400, and a lot of people probably didn't even expect Dembele to start. That was one of the lineups that leaked. And, you know, that's the last game of the slate also. So people aren't planning for that. People just aren't going to um, have that as much. So I'm. it's a totally different slate where I'm, I was planning from that from the start. You know, like I yeah. knew what I was going to do. My money was already spent. Like on this slate, it's tougher. I, I, I don't know who you can just lock in. Like maybe Neymar. I mean, maybe Ronaldo, if you think he's scoring, I mean, you yeah. can go that route, you know, <laughs> some people will go that route. I mean, Ronaldo's going to be very popular. 
Yeah, I'll let him. Then I'll pay him this time. Congratulations, and I'll move mm-hmm. on with my life. It just doesn't feel like there's too much going on with that situation, too. I don't know. I don't like to have like, you know, outside of soccer takes that sort of thing. But like, I I'm just not tempted at that price tag. I would just rather there are other strategies that I would prefer to use, and that just kind of sums it up. I'd rather play someone like Darwin. I'd rather be you know seeing what I can get by playing some of these talented midfielders as well. Um, there are a couple midfielders, just to keep on going through, we've given a good discussion of forward. There are a couple midfielders we haven't discussed. And I noticed that uh, Vinicius, if that's how I pronounce it, he's kind of favorably priced at 7700 Yep. And um, I think that's going to be very well noticed by everyone as well. So he'll be a popular tournament option, but mm-hmm. I am interested nonetheless. So I hope I'm... not that popular. Nope, that's a good shout. Vinicius, to me, stands out as one of the best plays on the slate. Um, yeah, he's underpriced. spot on. He's underpriced. Yeah, we, we just he's underpriced when you compare it to all these other players. He's for sure underpriced, and yeah, I do think people will see that. But it's also one of those spots where his ownership will come down a few points. It's the fact that Brazil's in the last game of the slate. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Uh, yeah, good. Vinicius, uh, one of the best plays on the slate in my opinion, and only midfield eligible, which is that's so interesting. I thought he was yeah. forward eligible before the positions came out. I took right, but that that's like probably going to make him a little bit less owned. Um, yeah, I mean, if you remember the England slate. Nobody played Bukayo Saka because he was only midfield eligible. Like that's those true. are sometimes you look at plays like that and you you try to force them in just because they're they're tough. Yeah, I mean, man, if Vinny was forward eligible, I feel like the cash game construction would just be Neymar Vinny, and then you move on with your life. But it, oh, I'm glad you said that too. Then why is seven hundred dollars Vinny is just a stone cold lock, but seventy four hundred Bruno is eh. Well, Bruno is nine thousand. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Bernardo Silva. Bernardo uh, 7, Silva. Seven hundred. <laughs> Vinny would be a lock at at forward, but but Bruno for or Bernardo for for cheaper isn't. I really think so. I, I guess um I have no, to. I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm just more I'm humble just in this spot. Throwing it out there. Yeah, I mean, when you put it that way, <laughs> it. I just think Vinny would be a, I think he's a more attacking player. And so yeah. I would think there's going to be some combination of floor and upside right there. I mean, how many times when you play Bernardo, I mean, it happened in cash for city. It's not the same role, but like how many, I feel like if I, maybe yeah. I'm if I play, you just got to forget about, points, you got to yeah. forget about the city version of Bernardo. Yeah. I have a lot of bad city tastes in my mouth. Like I can't look at Riyad Mahrez the same way after how this season has <sighs> gone for me, but yeah, I'm with you. Neither here nor there. Um, I also noticed, I think we have, um, uh, we don't have him. Oh, Lucas Paqueta, but he's listed as a defensive midfielder in our 11. Maybe that's someone interesting mm. you can look at in tournaments as well. Anyone else stick out to the midfield to you? Um, I don't know about stick out, but I'll say that if Sun doesn't start, you know, just based on the lineup that we have, I think this guy, uh, Jason Lee would take the sets. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually think that's probably not a good play. Um, I think you would see it. Yeah, no, I think you would see it and think it's maybe a good play, but I'll have to look a little bit more into that, but he's barely been playing and I don't think he would I play 90 minutes. Definitely not. And if Sun came on, oh, I see Adam put Sun in there now. If Sun came on, he would take the set. So I think that would be like a trappish play. So I wouldn't play him. Um, yeah, a I'd guy. Rather... Go ahead. No, I'd, if... I'd just rather go all the way down to Kudus instead. And that's not the type of guy right. I play in tournaments. Um, I have one. You know, you're not going to know this because it's Brazil, but there's no cheap midfielders on Brazil or Portugal. I mean, you're never going to play William Carvalho for Portugal, but you could play Fred. I've seen some lineups that have Fred starting. Um, 4,300. When Casemiro Casemiro plays defensive mid, we've seen it at Man U. Um, Fred Fred (laughs) can do things. Fred Fred can do things uh, for 4,300. So I don't think that's a bad tournament play if you need value. It's one of those that, like, people wouldn't play because you just – you're not expecting him to start. 
Yeah, I mean, if Rabio is a decent play on Tuesday at fifty nine hundred, why not take a couple? Right. Shots it's, right. Yeah, exactly. And it's just one of those where there, there's not much else. I mean, listen to the guys we're playing. We're playing who? Kudos and IU and and Pal- Palestri. Who, who? These guys are like that are going to score five points. You know, you can take a chance on on anybody if they have upside. Yeah, five points sounds a little bit generous, even for <laughs> right those guys. I mean, that. Plenty of caution right there if you're going to try to go that route in tournaments. Yeah, nothing else really sticks out to me in midfield either. Um, So just kind of scrolling through some more. We talked about some of these premium defenders. So, you know, we've talked a lot about Nuno Mendes. Is he healthy? Jao Cancelo seems a little bit expensive. But from a tournament point of view, I mean, are you interested in Alex Tells? Are you interested in any of these expensive fullbacks? Or Um, what are you thinking, that first impression? Yeah, I'd like to have one. Um, and I think you could even – there's some builds where you could have one in the flex. Like, this is a weird slate. And I'm only I'm saying that because – I'm just saying, if this if Caceres is starting at right back, and you got to see that, like, Jimenez is a straight center back, Coates center back as well. If Jimenez – or if, if Caceres is starting there, I'm going to have a lot of him. I mean, yeah. you, you, I'm going to play Caceres. So, like, then what I'm saying is you might some you might be able to play uh, one of these fullbacks in the flex. Um, I would have interest in Nuno Mendes for sure. Um, I just – I don't think he's going to be that popular. I don't think he would be that popular. Um, so, yeah, I want to play Nuno Mendes for sure. Um, yeah, Telus would be the other one. I don't D- – Danilo, he's not too much of an attacker. Um Cancelo, yeah, he would be okay too. Cancelo is pricey, but he at least still has upside in this spot. Um, he loves to whip in crosses to Ronaldo. Shoot, shoot as well, but but can Cancelo for Portugal? Yeah, their their fullbacks cross when when Ronaldo's in the game. So yeah, I, I like I like that for tournaments. Yeah, that's a that's a good option. And there you go. When you play Ronaldo, just do a do a stack with one of their fullbacks. Maybe that's. The I think way it's a go. good option to play Ronaldo with one of the fullbacks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Caceres, you're right. I mean, I was excited to play Sula when I thought he was playing that right back. Oh, what a bad play that was. I mean, I I feel bad about the Sula one. I got excited about that too, man. I mean, me too. too. excited about that too. He's at 40%, though. Anyways, yeah, other people were too. goalkeeper? Um, So I really haven't even looked at goalkeeper right here. Again, these guys aren't at 40 – these guys aren't at 5,900 at all, which is somewhat surprising. But um, you have a – you know, 5,800 for Diago Costa. Are you going to spend up at goalkeeper or do you think you're going to have, you're going to be spending down? Um, well, wait, sorry. I don't have it up anymore, but is, it looks like, is Uruguay's keeper cheaper than Brazil's? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, at, yeah. you see the clean sheet odds, right? Uruguay's are like quite a bit more than Brazil's. Let me take a peek right here. They look, sorry, yes. three, almost 4% better than Brazil's. So like I I don't mind paying fifty four hundred for for the Uruguay keeper, um, yeah. if you can, if you can get up there, um, but I don't think it's a must or anything. No, I don't think spending up's a must on this slate. Um, sort of a play whoever you want. I don't know. Do you do you have an opinion? I really try not to have opinion on goalkeeper. I think I mean, maybe yeah. I think from like a macroscopic point of view, like one thing I'm I'm usually sort of interested in is. Uh, you know, often one of these low price keep goalkeepers gets there. Like Damon did really well mm-hmm. on Tuesday. I think uh, mm-hmm. the Japanese goalkeeper did really well this time. So like I'm like when I build tournament lineups, I'm just like clicking a goalkeeper early and just letting that guide the rest of my decisions. And if there's enough expensive players, I think, you know, that extra thousand can be helpful. Yeah. I know, sorry. You know, yeah, that's a good point. And I, just to add to that, these two teams, Portugal and Brazil, they're, um, pretty good teams to play the cheap keeper against in that they have players that take a lot of long shots. Both of the teams uh, you have with Portugal, you have Ronaldo and Bruno who are like shooting on site with mm-hmm. Brazil. You have, you know, Neymar and Rafinha who are taking long shots and other guys like um, you're going to get more saves than let's say like Costa Rica. Yeah, well, Spain. No, playing against Spain. Oh yeah, that's what I was. Because sometimes Spain. they'll or playing against City. Sometimes, sometimes they'll just pass you to death. And the only times they take shots are when they know they're going to score. And you, you know yeah. your your keeper is going to score negative more often. So, anyways, point is, 
cheap keepers, I think, are pretty decent against Brazil and against Portugal. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. Yeah, I uh, regret my uh, Kaylor Navas captains. I doubt they redeemed themselves during uh, it happens. (laughs) (laughs) It does happen right there. All right, I think that's been about 45 minutes. I mean, I think we talked about quite a lot of angles here. I mean, I'll try to summarize it a little bit right here. So probably for cash games, and he's going to be popular in tournaments, so we'll get Neymar. And then you're going to be deciding, you know, kind of where you want to punt. You know, do you want to spend up? big time at midfielder to fit in like Bruno or Fetty, um, Del Verde, or are you going to try to play Rafinha as well? And, um, and do you want to play Nuno Mendes or do you want to punt twice? So there's going to be a lot of like little bit, little trade-offs right there. So there should be kind of, there are, it's like sort of like each position has like studs and duds. So you're going to have to figure out which combination that you think is optimal. It's actually pretty difficult slate, man. Like, yeah. it's this is a pretty difficult slate. And, you know, these slates where we haven't seen the teams play yet are just difficult in general as, yeah. as well. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll spend a considerable amount of more time on it in the morning and then, you know, talk about it in Discord, hopefully come to – hopefully have come to some sort of conclusion by then. Yeah, I mean, you should join the Discord, and we're using our cheat sheet right now, so I'll do the obligatory, rotowire.com backslash soccer trial. If you're watching these videos, I think the membership for the rest of the month, you get 10 days and you get a month after, so you even get it for Boxing Day Premier League. It's like, what, like 10 bucks? I mean, just give it a shot. I think it's uh, I think it's a ridiculously good value. And then you can join us in our Discord where there's a ton of good discussions there. People are posting the leaked lineup, so you'll know about that France issue. I think it pays for itself pretty quickly. Um, I think that's all I have, uh, Ryan, do you have any other final thoughts? Um, no, I think, you know, I think that's good. I think we got to do, we got these Belgium lineups out. We got showdown to do. Maybe we can salvage the day in this, in this Belgium, uh, I shouldn't say salvage the day. We got some I think it's okay so far, but I haven't. Yeah, it's, it's still, it's still okay. So it's still okay so far. All I right, shouldn't well, say that yet. Fingers crossed. Um, you should consider the Canadian goalkeeper captain. That's all I'll say. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We will see you tomorrow. We'll have a showdown show that I'll be hosting for USA England. And I think, uh, Ryan, you will be on with Adam tomorrow as well. But all right, we'll see everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Good luck, everybody. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.